in the forests of British Columbia walks a legend. Some speak of the creatures as myth, but many, many believe. Some claim to hear them in the woods at night, and some claim to have seen them. What are they? And where did they come from? Join us, and let's find out. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you all for being here. You know what? I'm going to turn this down just a little more. Otherwise, I'm going to get way too distracted. You know how certain songs remind you of, of certain events in your life? You know, this song reminds me of me being a child. And my parents would leave the radio on at night. And we would, you know, the 70s music would come on, obviously, because, you know, I was a child when I was in the 70s. So this song always reminds me of that one particular house in, you know, in my hometown where I'm from in Saskatchewan. So anyway, uh, so I was scrolling through trying to find, you know, songs to play for, for this episode and this popped up and okay, you know what? You're suffering with me. <laughs> oh boy, I'm glad you guys are with me on this ride. Anyway, so if you have a, uh, if you've had an encounter and you want to share your story with us, I'd love to hear from you. So my, I can be reached at NicolaValleyBigfoot at gmail.com. N-I-C-O-L-A, Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your stories. I've had a few uh, people come up and approach me about, you know, telling me their stories. And I appreciate it. I really do. I love hearing everybody's encounters. But uh, a lot of people don't want to come on come on the show, which I kind of understand. You know, there's a certain stigma around, you know, what we do and our enthusiasm for, for finding the truth. So... But if you've had an encounter, I would still like to hear from you. And I'm pretty sure all the listeners that are, are tuning in right now want to hear your story. So don't be shy. Come on out. It, it's, you know, it, 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 the stigma is no longer there anymore. We're living in a whole new world. Look outside your window. There's a whole different place out there now. Don't be shy. Uh, so today's show, we have uh, Richard calling in. Now, Richard had a little bit of a weird encounter driving his truck. Uh, he had pulled over and uh, some things that happened, happened. so uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, he's going to tell us, not only that, but he's a real huge Sasquatch enthusiast, much like uh, we are, so uh, uh, let's treat him nice. Let's uh, give him the benefit of the doubt, and we'll uh, hear his story in a second. 
But uh, once again, NicolaValleyBigfoot at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. And for the listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back. And welcome back, everyone. Thank you guys for sticking around. Uh, on the phone, we have Richard. Now, Richard had an interesting encounter while he was driving his truck uh, a little while ago, and he's going to get right into that. So uh, welcome to the show, Richard. Thanks for being here. Hey, thank you for having me on. Well, I appreciate your time. I really, really do. So I'm, I'm launching this podcast, and any guests I can get are, is, uh, is uh, I'm very thankful for. So, so let's get right into this. Uh, so tell us what happened. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was, um, well, I just want to say, first of all, I'm a very big believer in uh, Bigfoot. And, uh, so, uh, last year, uh, I guess it would have been well, probably about this time, I guess this time of year, I was, um, driving my big rig, um, heading from the coast to, um, Princeton on the whole Princeton highway and um <clears throat> it was it's kind of like a backhaul i go to the princeton i work for abc recycling uh metal recyclers i go to princeton landfill and grab their uh scrap metal there to bring to our yard on the way home from the coast anyway i um about uh i guess about 15 minutes into the trip up to hope princeton um i had to stop for a little bit for a tea break and uh um, along that highway, if anyone, you know, has traveled it, you know very well, the river kind of follows it the whole way along. And um, at least in the coastal part of that, you know, that stretch of highway, right? And uh, <clears throat> there's lots of little pullouts to the, to the right-hand side. So anyway, I pulled over and um, do, to go do my business. And as soon as I pulled my truck, into that little pullout that's kind of right by the river. I just immediately felt like someone was watching. Something was watching. And I know that feeling very well because I wanted the house I owned up north that was was haunted and I always, you know, had those experiences with you just feel something watching you. So I, I, immediately my sixth sense picked it up and I just knew. And so I pop the brake in my truck, go to get out. And as I'm climbing out, it's just like a, almost like a, a vision, like a, like a medium would have of something watching me. Um, something knew I was there and I knew it was there looking at me. And it, it was like a vision went in my head of this, you know, like I was the eyes of this thing watching me across the river um pulling into the pull out there and i i also envisioned it throwing a rock at me and i thought okay well whatever that's weird for my mind to go there and so i just can continue to and i shut the truck off i always do when i'm you know alone by myself and at night time uh, you know in case something were to walk up on me or whatever i can hear it coming because you know a diesel big diesel truck makes a lot of noise <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> be able to hear it so <clears throat> shut the truck off i 
and go around the, to the passenger side to do my thing. And, um, just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling creeped out the whole time because I just, I just know something's watching, you know, I don't, I wasn't sure at that point if it was just, uh, you know, uh, a bear or, or something, you know, <clears throat> I go over to the other side of the truck, do my business. And I'm kind of, it was a clear, clear night. Moon, moon was out. Well, it was early, early morning. So, uh, I think it was about four or five in the morning or something like that. And, uh, <clears throat> and stars were out, moon was out and I'm just sitting there kind of watching the river and, it, you know, and you kind of see the, the white rapids, you know, the glistening of the white rapids and, you know, kind of the outline of the forest, but not nothing too in depth. And I just looked across the river and it was like, it was like, I was looking at someone that was there, but, I couldn't actually physically see them. I just knew someone, something was there looking at me. And I just had that creeped out feeling. So I started kind of walking back to my, to my truck, to the driver's side there, walking like really slow, eh? really slow, just, you know, very light footsteps, kind of, you know, like a, like a 95 year old man would walk to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> chick, chick, chick. and all of a sudden, I I heard this, you know, like a like a what the sound of a rock makes when it's being, you know, when you take a rock and you throw it at the riverbank or whatever against a bunch of big rocks, you know, that bounces around and makes. A yeah, like the, like the little rocks are clacking together as it as it falls. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I was and I, I was I just stopped me dead in my tracks and I'm like what the hell there's no way that my feet could have kicked up anything there's nothing around that could have you know thrown that rock there's no there was no people there because i you know i just it, it was a spot across the river where there's no no one would be camping because it's it you know it's completely secluded and just bush and whatever and that vision that i had in my head of something throwing a rock at me it almost it almost like it made it happen and immediately i thought well huh, the only thing i i know that would be throwing a rock at me and they do that and everybody knows that, that to get your attention or whatever or to scare you off as a squatch and i just thought i just sat there and went oh, wow so i looked across the river again and couldn't see and unfortunately I didn't have a flashlight in my hands at the time because I would have you know shone it across and see if I could get a little eye shine or something eh? but but I didn't so I just kind of okay well I'm going back into my truck <laughs> <laughs> that's enough for me but uh yeah it was it was quite it was quite the uh experience it was just a quick little thing but I just there's no, not a doubt in my mind. It was, uh, it was a squatch either from, you know, across the river trying to either get my attention or tell me, okay, it's time to go, you know, or something of that nature. Yeah, so, we've had yeah. a, like me and my group of, of friends that go out and squatch while out in the forest. Um, we've had things thrown at us as well. Like, and you can just tell there's, there's something yeah. that's not normal for a rock to come flying out of the woods and. To, yeah yeah so and if i had to guess the weight of it it was not it was not like a just a little you know golf size it was probably a good you know baseball size 
at least or bigger rock that was thrown and i don't know too many people that can throw something that heavy across the river like that that you know the river at that point there from from in the bush to the the bank that was right by my feet there is probably a good geez 50 60 feet at least you know so yeah yeah it would take quite a bit of arm strength to get something across that that distance. I, I would think yeah yeah so so were there any other um like signs or, or or any kind of uh like uh signs that anything else was around like like what did the, the forest go silent or anything like that um there wasn't really any noise other than the river going by and it wasn't rushing or anything because you know it was it was the fall time as well so you know there the river's moving slow you, you could hear it but yeah, there wasn't any other noises, any other indications that you know any people were around or anything. <clears throat> so you said you mentioned earlier that you had a vision when you got out of your truck that it was, uh, it, you were look, it, you were seeing uh, yourself through its eyes. Could could you yeah. explain that a little bit? Well, yeah. Um, as hard as that may might might be to do, you know, like, it, to, to the best of your ability. Yeah, you know. There, there is a lot of theories out there, and and I, I believe it to be true that, you know, these creatures are not, not just flesh and blood. They, they, they have some kind of connection to the, you know, paranormal or uh, things that we don't quite understand. And I've heard of many accounts. In fact, um, uh, Survivor Man Les Stroud, he does, he has that Survivor Man Bigfoot, and he even. Uh, on one of his episodes there uh, recalled um, an account where it was like the thoughts or whatever were being put into his head you know and then he then he looks up and then he sees you know like uh, a tree break or something like it's hard to explain because like it was just boom all sudden was there and it was like kind of like you know uh, like what a medium would pick up if uh, if they're you know a, a spirit is trying to you know tell them something right yeah 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 so it was just as soon as that happened i just knew i just knew it was it was there and it was watching me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you go back to les Stroud. actually I, I i talked to this one lady in, in an attempt to get her to come on the show and she had a, a similar experience where he was actually speaking to her telepathically so, so yes. she explains yep. it to me and, but she she yep. just doesn't want to come on the come on the air and tell, tell us about it she, but it's a fascinating story I'll, I'll tell you about it sometime oh yeah i've watched um an episode on i can't remember what i was watching but there was yeah there was a few people that came on and uh, were explaining how they were able to speak to them telepathically and i believe it to be true because they're you know they're a fascinating fascinating entity <laughs> yeah for, for the most part yeah that's yeah. The, that's the least you can say about them yeah, just... yeah so so tell me a little bit more like um how has this changed you were you a believer before this or, or did, did, did this event oh, kind of make you make you a believer afterwards oh i've always been a believer i've i've been interested in i've been interested in bigfoot and believed in sasquatch ever since i was a kid i mean like harry and the andersons kicked it off for me <laughs> and that was like what 87 <laughs> so i've been you know at least at least since 87 i've been 
you know, uh, fascinated by these animals. And I do know they, uh, there's just too much, there's too much evidence and too many people in the world across, you know, from all the, all the different types of, you know, the, the Yeti, the Yowie, the, you know, Orang Pendek, you, you name it from all the different areas of the world. There's just too much out there to, to, to say they don't exist. You know, you need all the, you have all these skeptic people saying, oh, well, you don't, we don't have a body yet. But, well, okay. You don't have a body because these animals are highly intelligent and organized. You know, they have day watchers, night watchers. They, they know you're coming before you even know you're coming, you know, and they'll protect their clan. And when you get too close, that's when they scare you off. That's when they break trees and they growl at you. And not too many people I would know would stick around to find out what's there. Yeah. Do you think that's why they were throwing a rock at you? Maybe you got a little too close to, too close for comfort? Yeah, like I was saying, I think that uh, maybe it was just my little sign from him, you know, okay, okay move on now <laughs> you know either that or they were just trying to get my attention it's really hard to say i didn't i listened you know if, if i could hear any kind of a growl or a whoop or anything but i didn't hear anything and unfortunately i didn't have a flashlight i would have loved to shine it across there and you know and i, I could have even seen some eye shine or something but yeah that's how we you know, that's how we saw it, our first our first uh sasquatch was through the eye shine and the yeah uh, yeah flashlight yeah. so yeah, you bet so this hasn't changed like did it did it start a fire in you like now you want to go out and you want to see one actually physically see one or you just are you satisfied with, with what you with oh, the no. encounter that you had yeah that that i've always had the fire you know always the passion uh for it i've you know forever as far as long far back as they've been you know putting programs and documentaries on tv about these fascinating creatures um you know kind of started then and uh then it solidified it for for me that i really want to you know i i like even my wife could tell you firsthand (laughs) how obsessed i am about uh research into these and i i even even said to her you know i'd like to be able to be part of a you know research bigfoots well research. if you're in our area i'll definitely take you out sometime yeah they're they're quite prevalent yeah. in one area where i live and, and they're, they're they're around they're definitely around yeah. i would i that would be an absolute dream of mine <laughs> well some, yeah, it, it, it's not always like sometimes we go out and you don't we don't hear nothing we don't hear nothing you don't see nothing you don't don't find anything and but the odd time you know there are you get a rock thrown at you get growled at you and then yeah. in the best case scenario we actually seen one staring at us so yeah that would be so amazing and you know i throughout my life i've been you know camping and stuff like that hunting i used to hunt with my old man and all that and i've seen i you know i've seen things that i didn't at the time understand and know what it was you know i've seen tree breaks i've seen x structures i've i've seen inverted trees i've heard wood knocks i've heard whoops i've heard that howl they do that sounds kind of like a wolf didn't know what any of it was it just 
you know, chalked it up as, oh, that's weird. <laughs> and it's like, I wish I could go back in time and go, oh, I know what that is now. I wish I, we could go back in time you know, and get like a, a recorder or something. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, but uh, now, you know, now, and I have, and I have seen um, some, some, uh, well, recently actually in an area where uh, I was trucking at, um, was pretty squatchy. I just, just knew it was. And then lo and behold, like I found a um an x structure like with multiple layers of x and an inverted tree right in the middle of it i'm like i took a picture of it sent it to my wife and said that's a squatch structure (laughs) yeah they're they're really they're really cool when you actually do find one and then yeah yeah so when when this thing was um so let's go back to your your encounter here Mm -hmm. so when this creature what you you believe to be this creature staring at you from across the the river um the thought never occurred you know maybe let's go grab my phone you know let's grab something that we can record anything with well the thought had definitely crossed my mind i by the time i went back into my truck um yeah i was just I was kind of at that point running late because I was trying to get to from the one job to the next kind of thing. And I was just, I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to see anything anyways. Like I could try to film across the, across the river, but what's that going to do? Right. Oh, I got you. Yeah. (laughs) With with a cell phone. Okay. uh, You know, they don't pick up very much at all in the dark. And so I was just like, and and at the same time, I was kind of creeped out because I was thinking, well, maybe that was my little warning to, you know, get the hell out of there. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't going to push my luck. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you, you always, think if you're no if you're watching a show where someone has an encounter you're like well, why didn't you do this why didn't you do that but then when you're actually there and it actually happens you don't think of these things yeah hindsight's always twenty twenty, right oh man and i didn't have a good flashlight to shine across i had a little pen light like what the hell would that do? <laughs> <laughs> the light on my camera or my on my phone what the hell would that do right i i know and and i was just more like no i'm i'm gonna get out of here because something didn't want me there. I just had that feeling, you know, I had that feeling it was there. It was getting, trying to get my attention and most likely to tell me to move on yeah. because that's what they'll do. Right. They don't, they're, they're not, they're not a violent creature. They'll, they'll warn you first, you know, or, or, you know, do a bluff charge or anything like that, but you know, they won't attack. Yeah. yeah. Not right away, anyway. <clears throat> so at the risk of, of sounding like I'm ripping off another podcast question, but this kind of, is very very relevant to our conversation though but what do you think they are i i think that they are evolved from a branch of the gigantopithecus and you know many there's many good theories out there to back that up uh, it's just like you know how humans evolved from you know from little little apes and then we started becoming you know, different shape, and this one branched off. We branched off this way, and then these ones branched off to just remain apes or whatever. And then we, you know, became taller and more advanced and more intelligent. Well, I think that's kind of where they went. Like I, I do believe they're in some way related to the Gigantopithecus. You know, like <clears throat> awesome scientists like Jeff Meldrum and John Bindernagel. You know, they they've they've put forth a lot of uh 
evidence that backs that theory up you know them oh those guys and you know like todd standing and cliff berrickman matt moneymaker all these guys they're just rock stars i i just adore these guys like i would give anything to meet them oh i can't meet to john <laughs> fortunately he's yeah, not yeah. with us rest in peace yeah but uh you know to be able to go out with those guys and go squatching and learn a lot more than i do now whew, would be a dream <laughs> yeah well you definitely sound like you, you've you've delved into the subject quite a bit yeah sir yeah 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 and yeah. uh it, it, once you once it's hard to explain to somebody who's not interested in it but once it has you it has you like you're it's not gonna let oh, you go yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah, and I've, you know, still yet to go, like, a, I, I, I've done, you know, my own little nosing around in the bush kind of thing, you know, see what I can see, look down and see if they, you know, can see any uh, footprints or, you know, signs like tree breaks or whatever, but to go out with a whole crew and some really super knowledgeable guys and learn, you know, their tricks of the trade and whatever, oh, wow. Well, we, hey, we we tend to keep our group fairly small, you know, too many people kind of, and, and for my own, this is my own reasoning, but too many people mm-hmm. kind of adds, brings too much attention. Uh, oh, we, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we, no, we, I don't. We, we, we break off. Group. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we break off into small little little groups of two or three, and then we each take a section, and then that's how we do our Yeah, no, our that's what I mean. Like, uh, they'll go with a big group, but like, you know, everyone goes in their, you know, couple two two three usually is only three people at the most otherwise they get too intimidated to do anything but you know to be able to go you know with a whole group like that and everyone goes out and scouts out this area and that area and then everyone comes back at the end of the night there and everyone shares their experiences oh man that'd be so cool (laughs) yeah yeah i I could tell you some stories and if you're ever in my area then let me know we'll definitely take you out yeah, uh, I'm definitely down for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate your time, Richard. That was really fascinating. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And uh, for the listeners, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. And welcome back, everyone. Thank you all for uh, sticking around. Uh, before we pull the pin on this one, I just want to give a huge thank you to Richard for taking the time and uh, t- telling us about his encounter. You know, um, it's kind of creepy, you know, and I think the one thing we got to take away from this episode is that, you know, not all encounters involve sightings. So uh, let's keep that in mind. Like uh, a lot of stuff can't be explained and the only thing that kind of fits in its place are, are these creatures. So uh, thanks again, Richard. I really, really appreciated talking to you about uh, everything Sasquatch. <laughs> You know, we talked a little bit off off the air afterwards, and uh, he's got a lot of knowledge. Yeah, he definitely is a an enthusiast that uh, really enjoys the subject of Sasquatch, which is nice. It's nice talking to like-minded people. So uh, thanks again, Richard. I appreciate it. And uh, before we go, also, I want to give a huge thank you to um, to the Kootenai Sasquatch Research Group on Facebook. Um, in starting this podcast, I kind of, you know, just dived right in and joined a bunch of groups in Facebook and did a bunch of research and uh, you know, just catching stories here and there and whatnot. But, you know, th- this one group in particular has really kind of, you know, opened their arms and taken me in fully and, and uh, welcomed, you know, allowing me to post this podcast there. And, and so I always want to say thank you to all you guys that, in that group that uh, are enjoying it. It's because of uh, 
enthusiasts like you and and you and you and you and you that uh, I'm going to keep going. So uh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, Before we hang this one up, though, I just do want to say it's a mad world. You know what? We have this virus. We got politics. We got all kinds of crap going on these days. And I'm just want to just want to say, you know what? Be safe. Take care of your loved ones. That's all we can do these days. So stay safe out there and uh, let's just uh, spread a little bit more love. All right. I want to uh, say thank you guys again for listening and I'm looking forward to the next one. If you have had an encounter and you would like to contact me, Bigfoot at gmail.com. I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.